Hey, everyone. Thanks for joining me today. It's Mark with another episode of In the News. That's all the news for independent paint retailers. Today is June 2nd, 2022. And before I get going, let me start with just two things very quickly. Uh, First off, a thank you. Uh, Over the last three months or so, the number of viewers and listeners to my podcasts and broadcasts up on my YouTube channel has really increased. And I really appreciate the support. I work hard to make sure that my content is interesting and engaging for independent retailers. And so the more of you that watch and listen, the more I learn what it is that's interesting to you and can create more content along those lines. So thank you so much for your attention. Thank you so much for reaching out and telling me what you think of my work. And I continue to appreciate all of you that listen, watch, and read my blog weekly. For those of you who missed my blog a couple of weeks ago, you might not know that early in the month of May, uh, my fiance Gaetana took us to the Kentucky Derby for the first time, looking to cross that item off of the bucket list. The event requires men and women to dress up. Obviously, the Kentucky Derby known for the couture of the women, particularly in attendance, but the men dress up as well. I, of course, work from home and before that was an independent paint retailer. So I I don't own a suit, certainly not one that that fit me. It's been that long. And so not wanting to spend a thousand bucks on a suit that I was never going to buy again, I decided to take a different route and dress myself up a little bit more for fun. And so uh, I bought this suit online on uh, Amazon for a hundred bucks from the Halloween section and didn't think much of it. It was just a way to put a smile on my fiance's face and, and save a couple of dollars. And so put it on the morning of the Derby and went in. And amazingly enough, as I was walking in, I was immediately spotted by the team of NBC News who asked to speak to me. They brought me right to the front of the line. They explained that they loved my costume and that they wanted to take some videos of me, which I agreed to. They brought me over to the red carpet, put me right in front of the line and put me into the booth, took this video. And that was it. I was at my seat, you know, five minutes later, and it was just a fun little experience and no big deal until right before the race, when NBC named me the best dressed man at the Kentucky Derby, my phone blew up. Friends, cousins, my mother and in her assisted living facility and all the staff were watching the races. And so my phone blew up and I realized that I was named best dressed. So in honor of that experience, I decided to wear the outfit for you today just so you guys could see what it looks like. So thank you to NBC and the Kentucky Derby for naming me best dressed. And now on with the news. I'm going to start today with a short story because it is the most important one, but we all know about it. Benjamin Moore recently announced a price increase. That increase to take effect on August 22nd of this year, so a couple of months of reprieve. The announcement from Benjamin Moore Chief Executive Dan Calkins said that the increase averaged 11%, while some of the Alkids and other products were a little bit higher than that. And listen, this is not news. We were all expecting this at some point. There's been shortage in the supply of of paint. There's been shortage in the supply of raw materials to make paint, as well as inflation in the uh, price of making paint. The cost of labor, the cost of shipping has all gone up tremendously, as well as those shortages have caused inflation in the price of raw materials as well. And so I actually, from the people I'm talking to in the industry, 
other manufacturers kind of keeping track. I'm, I'm actually somewhat impressed with Dan Calkins and his team here to be able to keep that increase at 11% in a time when I, I think we all agree inflation in this country is, is running at a very high rate. Uh, to be able to keep that at 11%, I, I actually find that to be pretty impressive. And so kudos to Benjamin Moore. It's, it's an unfortunate time for us all to be going through this, but kudos to Benjamin Moore for not just keeping this in check, but also by putting it out to August 22nd, it, it sort of sends the message uh, that there will not be another price increase this year. Had they done this a little earlier in the year, I expected this a couple of weeks ago and maybe to be effective right away. Had they done this earlier in the year, I think there would have been real questions as to whether or not they had planned a second one for 2022. But with this uh, price increase not taking effect till August 22nd, I doubt that there will be. And so good for Benjamin Moore uh, for being able to keep this in line. And hopefully Benjamin Moore retailers can turn this into an opportunity to compete in the market because other manufacturers are being more aggressive with their price increases. Since the last time I made an episode, there have been a lot of earning reports from paint companies and retailers in the space, so let's get to it. Starting with the nation's largest paint manufacturer, that's Sherwin-Williams. Despite raw material shortages, the country's largest paint maker reported sales increases of 7.4% for the first quarter of 2022. While part of that can be attributed to inflation, the company did sell more gallons in the first quarter than in any first quarter in their history. The company, now on pace to do more than $20 billion a year in sales for a calendar year, I expect them to do that this year in 2022. Sherwin-Williams CEO John Maricus said that sales increased in all professional customer segments led by protective and marine property maintenance and new residential and residential repaint. So it looks like Sherwin-Williams is starting to get some paint back in stock. Maricus also said that backlogs remain strong. And so that means they're expecting sales increases to continue for at least the next quarter. And while architectural coating sales increased, the Americas Group reporting an increase of 5.6%. It was really the performance group that reported a 20% increase, which had the biggest impact on these results. But despite these sales increases, Sherwin-Williams reported a decrease in profitability, the paint maker reporting gross profits down almost 3% as compared to last year. Speaking of the company's inventory woes, Chief Executive John Maricus said that at the end of the quarter, our architectural inventory gallons significantly improved in our distribution centers and in our North American paint stores. So perhaps that window of opportunity that Benjamin Moore retailers were taking advantage of over the last 12, maybe 18 months where Sherwin-Williams has been desperately out of stock, particularly of some of their commercial products, maybe that window of opportunity is starting to close. Also reporting earnings was big box retailer Home Depot, the company reporting a 2% increase in sales and earnings. CEO Ted Decker stating that their sales figures represented the largest first quarter in the company's history. That parallels what Sherwin-Williams shared, and that also parallels what I know that Dan Calkins has said about his company's performance as well. 
Based on the results of the first quarter, the company has raised its guidance to analysts on what they can expect from the retailer for the remainder of the year. The retailer telling analysts that they can expect a 3% increase for 2022 over fiscal year 2021. Decker went on to say that the solid performance in the quarter is even more impressive as we are comparing against last year's historic growth and faced a slower start to the spring this year. Moving on to Lowe's, Lowe's was faced with some tough comparisons to the first quarter of 2021. The North Carolina-based retail giant reporting sales declines for the first three months, which ended April 29th. Net sales of almost $24 billion, that was down a little less than 3% for the quarter. The company's sales performance was negatively impacted by an unseasonably cool April, according to CEO Marvin Ellis. Ellis stating that the cold weather kept DIY consumers out of the stores. The DIY segment is responsible for 75% of all Lowe's revenue. Ellis went on to add that the company is already seeing improved sales trends in May, adding that despite some increased uncertainty in the macro environment, we remain confident in the outlook for the home improvement market and our ability to deliver operating margin expansion in 2022. And while 75% of the company's sales are attributable to the DIY segment, it was the sales to the pro segment which kept Lowe's growing this quarter. The company reporting a 20% increase in the professional segment. Also reporting earnings recently was Masco. That's the company's third largest paint manufacturer. They're the maker of Bear, which is available exclusively at Home Depot. They're also the owner of Kills, Wiz, Elder and Jenks brushes, which are all available in the independent retailer channel. For Masco, sales increased 12% for the quarter, coming in at over $2.2 billion. Operating profit for the quarter was $353 million. That's at an operating margin of 16%. That's a decrease of 3% over the same period of last year. Adjusted earnings per share increased 7%, though, to $0.95 cents a share, while gross margins decreased 350 basis points to 32% from 35.5%. Of course, there's more to Masco than just paint. The brand also owns Delta Faucets, a lighting company, as well as other companies in the home improvement segment. But architectural coating sales were reported to be up 17% for the quarter. Back into the independent channel, Ace Hardware reported first quarter revenue of $2.2 billion, an increase of almost 9%. Over that same period, earnings increased by more than 13% on top of last year's increase, which was more than 130%. So it's better to be a co-op than a manufacturer. Here's some good news for ACE dealers. The co-op accrued patronage dividends of more than $135 million, which is an increase of 24%. And that's on top of last year's increase of more than 100%. So ACE dealers making bank. As a reseller, ACE pushes all price increases out to dealers. And unlike manufacturers of paint, they can charge a new price every time they send an order to your store. So they've gotten all the benefit 
of the outsized demand for home goods and coatings that have come with this economy recently with little of the instability that manufacturers are dealing with due to raw material availability and price inflation. Our first quarter increases in revenue and income bring our two-year stacked results to nearly 51% and 205% respectively, said John Van Heusen. He's the president and CEO of the hardware co-op. And while earnings increases have been impressive, there are some concerns for the revenue growth and what's driving it. Ben Husen said revenue growth from 54 new stores we added in the first quarter was real and incremental. The remainder, though, of the first quarter revenue growth, however, was not incremental and was the result of ongoing inflation. The announcement going on to add that ticket size was up 10 percent in the 3,500-ish stores who share that data. That increase almost entirely due to inflation. Reporting stores showed same-store transaction counts down 7.8%. Increases were seen across most departments with outdoor power equipment, lawn and garden, and plumbing showing the largest gains. Speaking of ACE, ACE hardware customers can now get unlimited 3% daily cash when they use the Apple Card with Apple Pay for purchases in the Ace Hardware app on acehardware.com or at Ace locations nationwide. Ace is the first home improvement retailer to announce this arrangement and offer 3% back for Apple customers. As the only home improvement retailer to offer 3% daily cash back on Apple Card, We are thrilled to offer ACE customers even more value when they use the Apple Card with Apple Pay to shop online, in-app, or at ACE stores in neighborhoods throughout the U.S., said Kim Lefko. She's the Senior Vice President and Chief Marketing Officer at ACE. ACE customers will receive Apple Card's 3% daily cash with Apple Pay, and that's in addition to the points they receive from the ACE rewards program. So ACE making a big move, particularly impressive to me is that they are currently the only home improvement retailer in the nation participating with Apple. The American Coatings Association, that's the trade organization that advocates for the nation's paint manufacturers, announced new leadership appointments to its board of directors. The ACA appointing Dan Calkins, chairman and chief executive officer of Benjamin Moore, as the ACA chairman, and Jeff Powell, he's the president and CEO of Diamond Vogel, to be the vice chairman and treasurer. In their roles, Calkins and Powell will provide strategic direction on association finances and organizational and policy initiatives. Both Calkins and Powell will serve two-year terms, which end April 2024. Now, of course, everybody listening to this knows who Dan Calkins is, but for those of you who don't know Jeff Powell, he's the CEO of Diamond Vogel. They're the makers of Old Masters, which is a popular stain and lacquer line in the independent channel. I'm not sure from this new position that Dan or Jeff can do more to help independent retailers than they're already doing in their roles at their existing companies, but it's still good to see executives with such intimate knowledge of the independent channel sitting at the front of the room. And Dan and Jeff have more in common than just their seats at the head of the table at an ACA board meeting. Both executives know exactly where to go when they're looking for a good podcast. 
Staying with the ACA, Paint Care, that's the ACA's owned not-for-profit, which is responsible for paint stewardship, began operating in New York State on May 1st. Paint Care is the industry's own solution to the enormous problem of post-consumer paint waste, which is choking our waste streams and overloading our landfills, as well as making them less safe. It's also costing governments across the country tens of millions of dollars to manage. And so what does it mean that Paint Care began operations in New York? It means that Paint Care now charges a fee at the time of purchase on all cans larger than a pint, and that all of those cans now are returnable to a Paint Care drop-off site, and that's free of charge. From there, the not-for-profit takes control of the material, much of it getting recycled and sent back into use, which is, of course, the very best way to handle waste paint. But most importantly, all the material is removed from our waste streams. It's removed from our homes, our garages, and basements, where after sitting for years, oftentimes, those coatings get disposed of unsafely. Nationwide, Paint Care has already collected more than 50 million gallons. New York is the 10th state that has begun paint care operations. For those of you who follow my podcast more than my blog, I want to disclose to you that I have worked for paint care on and off as a consultant. And in my final story of the day, Bear, that's the Home Depot brand made by Masco, has introduced Bear Copper Force. Copper Force interior paint kills bacteria and viruses, including SARS-CoV-2. That's the virus that causes COVID, and it does it within two hours of an exposure on a painted surface. This new product, powered by Corning's Guardian antimicrobial technology, kills 99.9% of all viruses and bacteria within two hours of exposure, on the painted surface for a period of six years, according to Jody Allen. She's the chief marketing officer at Bayer. The impact of this innovation cannot be understated, said John Gilbert. He's the Bayer chief R&D officer. We have developed a technology that elevates traditional hygiene efforts for interior spaces by providing an extra layer of protection against harmful bacteria and viruses on the painted surface. Copper Forest is available in over 2,000 interior colors, and it's going to be exclusively, of course, at the Home Depot. By the time you hear this podcast, it will already be available in over 200 stores in select markets. That was expected to start in May of 2022. Initially, it will be available in stores in Illinois, Michigan, New York, and New Jersey, with Ship to Home available in 44 states. That's it for the news. Thanks for watching. I'm Mark Lipton. Like, subscribe, send me your comments. Brian, put my email address up there. Tell me what it is that you're interested in hearing me cover, and we'll make sure to get something up for you.